verse number four. When you found it, won't you say, I got it? it. Reads this way. It says, when he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, now go out where it is deeper. Let down your nets to catch some fish. Master, Simon replied, we worked hard all night. Didn't catch a thing. But if you say so, I'll let the nets down again. This time their nets were so full of fish they began to tear. A shout for help brought their partners into the other boats and soon both boats were filled with fish and, and on the verge of sinking. When Simon Peter realized what happened, he fell to his knees before Jesus and said, Oh Lord, please leave me. I'm too much of a man sinner to be around you. For he was awestruck by the number of fish they had caught as the others with him. His partners, James and John, the sons of Zebedee, were also amazed. Jesus replied to Simon, don't be afraid. From now on, you'll be fishing for people. And as soon as they landed, they left everything and followed Jesus. Father, even now we come asking that you would meet us in this moment that you would use my mouth to speak, my mind to think, and my heart to sense your presence. God, your people need a word from you. To be honest, if you don't speak to them, uh, they won't hear preaching. If your spirit doesn't fall, we won't experience what you have to say. And so, God, we uh, are dependent on you to show up. And so, God, show up in this place. God, touch, move, deliver, set free. Heal, men, whatever it is that you need to do, let your spirit do what needs to be done. God, we want to hear from you, and so we're pleading for your presence, that you would meet us in this moment. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. For the time that is ours to share together today, I want to preach using as a subject, almost prophetically, it's time to launch out. It's time to launch out. Do me a favor. Look at that neighbor and say, neighbor, neighbor. It's, time it's time to go deeper. Yeah, yeah, yes. It's time to launch out. It's time to go deeper. Our text is very interesting. Uh, I think that it is one of the most profound stories in the Bible we find the disciples in a very unique place. They, they are not disciples, they are fishermen. They are there and they are seasoned fishermen. They, they've been fishing a long, long time. They, they can tell you about catfish, they can tell you about bass, they can tell you about wildlife, they can tell you about all the fish that, that are inside of Lake Genesaret. They can, they can tell you on, on which way the water flows, if the fish going to hit on this side. They can tell you everything there is 
about fish. They, they can tell you what bait to use to catch what kind of fish. They, they, they can tell you how it is uh, to reel in your, your line. They can tell you how to cast your net. They can tell you about fishing. But our text is profound because it says a carpenter tells them how to fish. That, that, that we got to understand something that Jesus is a carpenter. This carpenter has the nerve to tell fishermen how to fish. If, if he said, listen, uh, uh, something's wrong with the boat, I, I would have been like, okay, cool, that's, a, that's great. But he says, listen, uh, y'all, need, y'all are fishing on the wrong side of the boat. This is a carpenter. And, and, and I got to be honest, when I read it, I, I felt for Simon because if, if I was Simon Jesus, how are you going to tell me <laughs> about fishing? I, I mean, I know you can, can cast out devils. I know you can heal blinded eyes. I know you can, can make the lame walk. I know you can do all that kind of stuff. But fishing, this, this is my area of expertise. Jesus tells them, listen, you've been fishing on the wrong side. The Bible says that that they toiled all night, that that they worked exhaustively all night long, and while they were working, they didn't catch nothing. They they took the net and they took it deeper in the water and they still came up short. They they did everything they were supposed to do. And the Bible says that these fishermen who had been fishing a long time, who could probably had a Ph.D. in fishing, caught absolutely nothing. It astonished me. So Jesus says in the text, cast your nets to the other side. Now, there's a call in casting your net to the other side because what he tells them is that I know you toiled all night. I know you are frustrated. I know you don't understand. I know you're upset. I know your family depends on you catching fish. I know this is your resource. But what I want you to do is that even though you're sleep deprived, I want you to take your net and cast it to the other side. You got to see them. You want us to Try this thing again. Can't you hear God talking to us today? It's time for us to try that vision again. It's time for us to try at being in relationship again. It's time for us to try uh, being in that family member's life again. There's a call to try again. You know how to do it. You know how to work it out, but you've given up. And God says, what I want you to do is to try this thing Again, you be honest, it's hard to try stuff again when you failed the first time. It's it's hard to to go back and try to, to, to recreate something that you thought that you built right the first time. It is hard to try and start over again. Can, can you imagine that single mother trying to start over again? 
Can, can you imagine what it's like when your house burns down to the ground and you ain't got nothing and you have to start over again? There is great tension in starting over again. This is what Jesus tells uh, these fishermen. He says, listen, what I want you to do is not only do I want you to leave the shore, the shallow waters, but I want you to launch out to the deep. That, that you cannot expect to get anything in the shallow waters that you've been fishing in. That, that you cannot expect to receive from me when you keep on going ankle deep. I'm, I'm trying to get you to go all the way in. I want you to be in over your head. Launch out into the deep because you know that when you're closer to the shore, you're closer uh, to safety. When you're in shallow water, you can go uh, and get back to where it is that you need to be quicker. When you're in shallow water, you don't have to depend on nobody. When you're in shallow water, you ain't got to uh, uh, talk uh, to nobody. When you're in shallow water, you don't have to have any expectation. Sometimes you like to waddle in shallow water and sit on the ground. But God said, what I'm requiring you to do in this season is to learn out to the deep. See, when you launch out into the deep, you subject yourself, uh, Brother Otis, to storms. See, see, when you're out uh, there on, on the lake, there are storms that can come and rock the boat. There are waves that can beat into the ship. There, your mind can be played with the enemy, can, can do what he wants when you launch out into the deep. But Jesus said, what I want you to do is to go where it's deeper. Go where it's uncomfortable. Go where you don't understand. Go beyond your logic. Go beyond what you see and launch out to the deep and let down your nets on the other side. Now, 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 now there's some, uh, some practical theology in letting down your nets in the others, on, on to the other side. And this is what you got to see is that they've been seasoned fishermen for so long. They said, this is how we're going to do it, and we ain't going to change. This is how we're going to roll with it, and we're going to do it. You, you, you know, we hear that kind of language in the church. We, I, I, I've been on the trustee board for 40 years, and I'm going to be on here until I die. You can't count money no more, but you're going to be on that board. So, so, so he says, listen, where you've been fishing at is deficient. Where you've been fishing at, the fish don't come in that way anymore. How you've been trying to reach and to grasp and to help people is not effective in 2019. But what I want you to do is to take your nets and throw them to the other side. On the other side are fish that need that net. On the other side, there are things there that I have prepared for you. Now, you got to see what's going on. This is the first thing that I see in the text is that Jesus commands them. He beckons them. He pleads with them 
just take your nets to the other side. Now, they could have said, no, I ain't taking my net to the other side. No, I'm not trying again. No, I'm not going to do it this way. No, I give up and I'm throwing in the towel. But on the other side of, of getting out of their comfort zone, they found that there were fish over there. Now, the tragedy of the text could have been if they were disobedient, they would have missed the fish on the other side of the boat. Here it is. Oftentimes, the church gets stuck in the position of disobedience. Because we're so used to fishing on one side of the boat. That, that, that there are people that's on this side of the boat that we don't want nothing to deal with. It is, give us some, some people who, who are well-churched, that, that have already been through the processes of church, that know how to clap their hands, that know how to stump their feet, that know how to put their hat on and put, their make, put on makeup to, match, uh, to mess up and do all that kind of stuff. Give us some churched people. But, but don't give us some, some people that's tatted up. Don't, don't give us no people that struggle with their sexuality. Don't, don't give us no people who don't understand uh, nothing about the Bible. Don't give us no people who can't go and tell you uh, Genesis to Revelation. Don't give me none of those people. Give me some people that have already been through this church thing. The, 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 the church has become so focused with fishing with with the traditional way that we miss that the that the boat can be used dual-sidedly. Here it is that, that they could have had two nets. <laughs> they they, they, they could have did it the old way and they could have did it the new way. But instead, they were so committed to doing it the old way to the point that they got frustrated when nothing was coming in. They, they got frustrated when, when, the, when, when they saw other fishermen uh, catching fish. They, they got frustrated when they saw other people's nets overflowing and being They got frustrated. But they were committed to this way. They were, they were dedicated to that way. And, and that's the church's problem, 2019. That we become dedicated uh, to ways that don't work anymore. Dedicated to problem-solving issues that are not effective for this generation. Dedicated... To, to trying to satisfy people who are on their way to be with the Lord. Dedicated to our tradition. Not realizing that there's an untraditional generation that is in need of what we have. That it still remains the same. That if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men under me. Now, now, the problem is that we stop lifting Jesus, start lifting offerings. We, we stop lifting Jesus and start li- lift, lending our hand out. We stop lifting Jesus. And he's not been able to draw Be, because we've been trying to limit Jesus because we forgot about how he found us. <laughs> <laughs> 
we, we forgot that we were sinking deep in sin. That, that, that it might not be uh, the club uh, uh, downtown, but it was the club in, in, in the backwoods somewhere. It, it might not have been uh, uh, the mixed ultra lounge, but it was uh, that smooth jazz lounge where you could have a cigarette bar. We forgot where God delivered us from. We, we, we forgot about the days when we used to fornicate. We, we, we forgot about them days when we committed adultery. We forgot about those days when we used to lie. We forgot about those sins that we used to commit because we got so churchified and bougie and, and we live in the suburbs now. We got an education and so can't nothing touch us and, and we great and we don't, we forgot. We forgot, we forgot, we forgot. So we got the audacity to look down at a generation that desperately needs the word of God. It's not, here it is, that they don't want to come. It's that you haven't cast your net to the other side. It's not that they're not there. But we haven't figured out how to cast our net to the other side. Let me give you an example. Let me give you an example. Come on, I'm going to tell you the secret. Uh, our churches fill up uh, when somebody gets shot in the community. Oh, all the young people being here, solid, packed, to the back, to the front, to the highways, everywhere. If you ask them what church they go to, they can't even tell you how to spell church. Can't tell you how to spell church. Huh. But, but we missed the opportunity because we begin to preach uh, at everything else and not preach to them. Then when we don't preach to them, we don't open up the doors of the church because it's a funeral and we can't do that, right? No, so we got to open up the doors of the church. Then we got to bring them in because that's us casting our nets on the other side. We may not never get to Sunday morning, but we can get members at a funeral to make them a part of the kingdom. See, the person that's laying there, they, they, they done. They, it's over with. They, they over with the Lord already. This is just a celebration and a ceremony, but there are some live people there that needs to experience the word God. And, and, and so uh, I, I've been in funerals and I've been frustrated uh, because I see all the fish. I see all the people. Then I still see this net lingering on the other side. And something inside of me is like, hey, cast the net to the other side. But, but the problem is, fishing was easier in the shallow ground. Fishing was easier when African Americans didn't know how to read. Fishing was easier when all we had was a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Fishing was a lot easier uh, when church was all we had. That's great. And so God now is calling us to go deeper. He's causing, calling us to go further. He, he's calling us to get right to where he is and not where he was. See, see, oftentimes we try to ride the old wave that God moved on. 
But, but if you ever watch the waves coming in on the ocean, uh, once it hits the shore, that wave is done. And I came to tell you that that, that traditional wave is done. <laughs> All right? Uh, uh, it's done. It's over with. It's, it's, it's depleted. It's washed up. It's washed out. We can remember it. We can memorialize it. We can build a bridge with it. But this generation is not going to respond how the old generation responded. Google, Google, Google is the church's worst nightmare, I'm telling you. When I can start Googling what you talk about while you preaching, like, nah, that ain't right. I got to get out of here. I ain't coming back no more. We do it now. Right? And so we, we update our phones, we update our cars, we update our houses, we update our wardrobe, we update everything but the church. Then when we get mad at, at ministries that are innovative, that are catching people, when we got the real tools to really help them get to where they need to be. So, so, so this is what happened. They, they cast that net to the other side and the nets were so full that the fish, that the nets began to tear. That, 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 that when they cast the net to the other side, fish just started jumping in it everywhere. They, they didn't say what kind of fish, it just said fish start filling the nets. And I'm under uh, the impression that I don't care what it is, who it is, how it is, where it is, where it come from, just let them get in the net. That, that if they can get in the net, I can help them get to the shore. If they can get to the net, I can help them get cleaned up because you know when you start dealing with fish, you got to scale them and skin them and, and get rid of stuff and cut some heads off and get the impurities out of them and put stuff in them and get the stuff that's inside of them out. Just let me get them to where they need to be. I don't care what community they come from. I don't care what color they are. I, I don't care what their sexual orientation is. I don't care. Just let them get in the net. See, see when Jesus cast his net, when, when the Lord cast his net, he said, he said, uh, uh, he said I, I love the whole world. <laughs> that I gave my only begotten son that whosoever. You, you know, he made a whosoever contract that, that if you black, if you white, if you purple, if you green, if you gay, whatever you is, whosoever can become, that can, can be a part of this family. But the church has, has created a vetting process with Jesus that, that, that you got to be a certain way to, to be a part of this church. You, 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 you got to be a, a high level tither be a part of this church you, you, you got to pull up and dress a certain way to be a part of this church and that's the problem with our churches because if you be honest if, if you look around on Sunday morning you was to tell everybody uh, from the age of 18 to 40 to raise their hand church would be packed but it would only be about 10 of them there 
Why? Because the net is on the wrong side of the boat. Service is on the wrong side of history. Church is, is on the wrong side of everything. We're supposed to be the ones that the city looks to. We're not supposed to be looking to the city for answers. We're the church. We're the church. So our text teaches us that, that when the nets broke, teaches us a very valuable lesson about infrastructure. That they were not used to catching that many fish. That that, that, that they were not used to catching that many fish and so the nets started to tear. And you know what I see when the nets started to tear? There were some fishes that got away. <laughs> some fishes that slipped out because the infrastructure wasn't strong enough to support what was caught. Watch what happened. He said, he said, hey, other boats. Y'all come over here and help me bring these fishes to shore. This is the picture. This is the picture. That if one church is catching too many, there's another church that ain't catching any. Listen, I can't do uh, everything. So I want you to go over here uh, because there's a good pastor over there and I want you to plug into that ministry and I want you to be there with them and I want you to learn and grow so you can get what you need. They were spreading the wealth because when those other, other boats came alongside, they were, they were catching fish too. So they had a strategic partnership because the infrastructure just wasn't there. And the church has to begin to make strategic partnerships once we cast the net to the other side so nothing will slip away. These are fishermen. This carpenter said, hey, listen, there's some fish on the other side. How did he know that? Because he was omniscient, restricted by his humanity. So what he did while he was standing on that other little boat is that he commanded the fish in the sea to go to the other side. He said, listen, I might be a carpenter, but I'm still Jesus. Fish to the other side. So the fish started to flow in <laughs> because he had control over the land and the sea. Because he wanted to teach the fishermen about faith beyond their comfort zone. That he wanted to take their faith beyond what they could see. You, you ever been uh, in, in a part of the ocean that's, that's, that you know you like, you know, if I, if I jump on it, I ain't going to see nobody no more. It's over for me. Right? That, that's how deep they were. So deep that they couldn't see the bottom yes, anymore. Uh -huh. yes, sir. 
They were deep where they couldn't stand. But when they were that deep, Jesus commanded them to trust him by faith with the other side. (laughs) That's all Jesus is trying to get the church to do. It's to trust him by faith. That that we need some faith leaders in the church. We we got enough people in position, but people in position with no faith. We we need some faith leaders in the church. Because when you got faith, when the net is cast, you'll see your role in the net being, when the net is cast, you'll understand how to help and support when the net is cast. You'll be cool with, with, the, with the net being on the other side. Now, you got to hear this conversation on the boat because uh, on the boat is, is Simon and, and, and the sons of Zebedee and, and all of them on the boat. And you, you know there was some discourse. You, you know there was some conversation. Why, why we got to put this net on the other side? We've been doing it this way for years. Now, don't you hear that conversation? Don't you hear that chatter? on the boat but this is Simon who eventually will be named Peter now now this is, this is what I got to help you understand we don't know when Peter got that revelation that he gave Jesus in Caesarea Philippi you, you know the revelation when he said uh, when Jesus said flesh and blood have not revealed this to you but my father and have, we don't know when Simon got this revelation but could it be that he got this revelation while Jesus said hey cast your net to the other side. Yes, sir. That he got a revelation yes, of who God was before he was ever a disciple. Yes, and so then he was converted into a disciple once he came back to Shua. Watch the text. I'm finished. Yes, they left the fish that they caught with the other fishermen yes, and they became disciples. Yes, I'm going to give it to you and I'm finished. That, that we've been good at membership. We haven't been good at discipleship. Let me say it different. Let me say it different. Let me say it different. <laughs> membership is you come to church, you clap, you pay your offering, right? You join your ministry, you're good. Discipleship is when you do life with people that connect with your ministry. That, that I just don't talk to you on Sunday morning, but I talk to you some parts during the week. That, that in church, I've identified some people that I can pour into to help them become where God, help them get to where God is calling them. When I disciple, I realize the hand of God on your life and I do everything to try to push you to your destiny. When I disciple, I understand and I pray for you. I I fast on behalf of your life. When I disciple, I hold you accountable uh, for what it is that you do. When I disciple, I just don't let you be a church member. I, I tell you about the kingdom and the authority that you have when you walk with Jesus Christ. When I disciple, I don't let you cheat on your wife. When I disciple, I don't let you cheat on your husband. When I disciple, I hold you 
to a higher standard. I hold you to a God standard. But when I do membership, I don't care how you live. I, I just want you to pay your offering. I want you to come to church and I want you to go home. Uh, we can do that every week. I will be good. But when I disciple, I, I invest myself into you. So what Jesus says is, is y'all forget about being fishermen. And I'm going to make you fishermen of men. I'm going to make you disciple men. Right? That, that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you rule and let you guide men. God is calling the church from membership to discipleship. That, that membership is what started the African American church. But discipleship is what's going to keep the African American church. That, that, that when we change our focus from membership to discipleship, our retention rate goes down. When, when we change our, 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 our membership to discipleship, our communities change. When we do that, our families get better. When we do that, our jobs get better. When we do that, our homes get better. Because, because the problem is that at home, we act like church members. That's why they won't come to church with you. They say, they say listen, if you, if you act like that, I only can imagine what they act like. I, I, I ain't going to church with you. I, I'm going to stay home and watch the game. I'm cool. When you do discipleship, you'll respond to that call that it's time to launch out. It's time to go deeper. New mission, it's time to launch out. It's time to go deeper. The shallow end is Ain't, ain't catching nothing for you no more. It ain't catching for, for, for us down the street no more. It's time for us to launch out. Launch out. Pass insecurity. Pass that, that, that comfort zone. Launch out to the deep. And when you get there, there's nobody else that can sustain you but Jesus. And that's where he wants you. Perhaps you're here today and you've been living a shallow life. Right? You, you, you've been living uh, with one foot on the shore and one foot in the water. And you've been trying to, to wrestle and make this decision whether or not you should Ah, uh, uh, really get saved, not join the church, but, yes. but just get saved. Like, you know, I, I want to, but I'm not afraid, but I'm afraid to go. I, I can't swim. I, I, I don't want to go that far out, but Jesus will be your lifeboat. He'll be your life jacket. He'll be whatever you need him to be. So this invitation is for you to get saved, not for you to join the church yet, 
for you to get saved. Because when you get saved, right, you can figure out what church to be a part of. You'll pray, you'll discern. You can do all of that kind of stuff. But get saved first. Then find the church to connect with. Because just because you felt compelled to get saved at a church and then you're like, well, I should join because I got saved there. That may not be the church for you. So you got to be honest that when he calls you deeper, you got to make sure that you are on the other side of where God is and not where God used to be. This call is for you. Is there one today that 